Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Hey, what's up, man? Welcome back to another episode of I Hate the Homies Remix Edition. Rock Teasy is who I be. This is episode number 87. Griff Dog is not here this week because I think he got kidnapped by the hamburger from McDonald's, but we'll get into that here in a little bit. 87, Travis Kelsey. It is what it is, I man. think you ended right there. That's <laughs> it. It is what I'm, it is. I'm glad he ain't here today because today <laughs> was a long list yep. of three or four guys, and we go, okay, are you sure you want to go with that one? 87, Travis Kelsey. Finish it. That's it. Done. This is where you introduce yourself, sir. <laughs> <laughs> And this is your boy, Super Dave. I'm, I'm used to having Griff here. This is your boy, Super Dave. But guess what, y'all? I just, we don't care. We don't care, man. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say... They're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Ah, I hate the homies. Hey, what up, man? This episode of I Hate the Homies podcast brought to you by McDonald's Best Burgers Ever. Come yes. on, man. Super day, you don't understand, big dog. <laughs> I do, I do. But, but before we get into these burgers, I gotta tell y'all about this week's steal of the season. I'm gonna have to put it on Patrick Mahomes going into the Super Bowl. They he stole that bad boy from the 49ers grasp because San Francisco, even though it was a close game, they was pretty much controlling majority of the game. But that doggone grown man, Patrick Mahomes, dog. Just think what he did, Rock. He stole from the Miami Dolphins. He stole from the Buffalo Bills. He stole from who else? The Baltimore Ravens. And then he finished off by stealing from who? The 49ers. And speaking of steals, Rock, the hamburger has been with us for the last few weeks. And he's still on the prowl for those McDonald's burgers. Let me tell you something. I, obviously, he stole something more than burgers because Griff ain't here. He must have kidnapped Grip. We're trying to figure out, man, what you do with the homie Grip? <laughs> but I'm telling you, man, the McDonald's best burger lineup let me tell y'all something, man. I can see why he's so on the prowl and he's so excited about stealing these burgers because you got the Big Mac. You got the double cheeseburger. Yes. You got the hamburger. Yeah. You got the McDouble. I mean, I can go on and on, man. I'll vote that we go to McDonald's after the show, after this podcast, like right now. That's just what I'm saying, Dave. Let's go. Bravo, bravo. Oh, wait a minute, Rock. Is there that you go. Fellas, 
He's Mr. Hamburglar has arrived. Hamburglar, welcome once again to the I Hate the Homies podcast. We all love the McDonald's best burgers ever, but we want to hear from you. Bravo, bravo. I think I just heard him say, Rock, that the McDonald's classic burger is hotter, juicier, and tastier than ever before. Bravo, bravo. Yep, absolutely, man. So Mr. Hamburger said that the cheese is perfectly melted and the patties are cooked in juicy perfection. That's true. He accurate on that bad boy. Bravo, bravo. I got this one, Dave. You know I speak really good hamburger to myself. Yes, yes. And uh, the Big Mac has more special sauce in every single bite. And I'm tr- he's right about that one as well because I just knocked off a Big Mac yesterday. Bravo, bravo. Hold on, Rock. Oh, do the wait. honors. Go ahead. Do the honors. He just said that the pillowy soft golden bun is a thing of beauty. Bravo, bravo. Well, folks, it's real simple, man. He wants everybody to know McDonald's has the best burgers ever, which is why he's off and running looking to steal his own McDonald's hamburgers. There it is, man. Try McDonald's best burgers ever at a McDonald's near you, available at most restaurants in this listening area. Ah, I hate the homies. Let's get it popping, man. So this is going to be a real a real short and sweet episode. Super Bowl 58 recap. We're going to go back and forth on that. Our thoughts, good things, bad things. What could have went better? What to look for in the future? And uh, Valentine's just passed. And you're looking at two guys right now. We know for sure one of them is married. We're still trying to understand if Super Dave is or not. But, uh, hey, we don't know. We still ain't made his wife. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of y'all treating me like this. Y'all know I'm married. I want to know what you did with your with your imaginary wife for Valentine's Day. So we, 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 we'll talk about that. <laughs> and then we got NBA All-Star Weekend, of course, coming up. So uh, get ready. It's about to go down. I Hate the Homies podcast starts right now. You done messed up, A.A.R.O.N. Yeah, huh? I've been geeking for this broadcast. Got me in my bag because all they do is talk a lot of trash. Wait until I see them face to face off of this podcast. What you got to say now? Check the facts. Don't have a wrong stat. Rock to he a genius as a sport. Make Ricky smile, boy. Super Davey Holly come up short on like it's Cowboys. Always controversial. Grip call up plays. No rehearsal. Got me talking all in circles. I hate the homies. And Grip be laughing like it's funny. But they never bet no money. They my mans, but they throw me. Ah, I hate the homies. All right, man. So, look, we all picked the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, so that part didn't really shock us. 49ers played them good, went out to the wire. Patrick Mahomes got his third Super Bowl in, what, six seasons as a starter? Yeah, as a starter. And he's been at, what, five Super Bowls? He's He's been been a four. He's been a four. Man, like, come on, man. Yet. Do not mention that part yet. Let's talk about the game. I know where you want to go. Okay. I know, go ahead. I, I know you, where you want to you go. You go first. You go okay. first. I'm going to tell you this. I wasn't interested in the game because I felt like when I look at the Kansas City Chiefs, they got him, which is uh, Patrick Mahomes. But I've told you guys the last six, seven weeks who has the better defense in the NFL. And I think we saw that on Sunday. And it's the Kansas City Chiefs. They made stops when they had to. I, the game, and this most of their games start off like this. They start off shaky. Where San Francisco moving the ball down the field in that first quarter. If it wasn't for McCaffrey, who hadn't fumbled, he fumbled like three times this season. That's one of them. That was crucial because they were on their way of driving, maybe putting three points or maybe putting seven points up, but that could have changed the whole entire game. What I like about the Kansas City Chiefs, it's not about just Patrick Mahomes. We know what he did the last few years. 
this year they won with him managing the game. We always talk about bus drivers, mm-hmm. guys managing the game. That's what he did this year, especially in the playoffs. The defense carried this team. And it kind of reminds me of the New England Patriots, early part of Tom Brady's career. It wasn't Tom Brady putting up 500 or 300 yards a game. It was the defense keeping them close. And when they asked for Tom Brady or asked for Patrick Mahomes to come up with that final drive to either win the game or tie the game, they could come up with those drives. And that's what we saw Sunday. There was yeah. no doubt in my mind that Patrick Mahomes wasn't gonna loop, wasn't gonna win this game. Yeah, man. That that was I think everybody in the world knew that. Oh, he's got plenty of time to take his time and march down the field and put together a poet a poetic drive to to win the game. But they had, so, they had their problems at the beginning. Oh yeah, but with, I'm uh, talking about with those linebackers for uh, Warner and Greenlaw. Yeah, well, he well, got hurt. Well, Greenlaw the one that got hurt. He hype on the sideline and he's about to get ready to take the field and he slips and his Achilles heel rips and he yes. tears his Achilles. I'm like, oh my goodness. That's just, I, what, what are the odds of that happen? A non-contact injury. He just hype on the sideline, getting ready to run back into play. But before so, that, before that, they were containing Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey and that offense. I mean, Greenlaw, what it, I don't I don't think even uh, Kelsey had a catch before Greenlaw went out. When Greenlaw yeah. went out, he ended up with eight catches, ninety two yards. That's your difference in the game. Well, that's why Kelsey was mad and went over there and bumped Andy Reid and almost knocked him to the <laughs> doggone ground out of his frustrations because he couldn't get no reception. So that did hurt. That did hurt him big time, man, on the defensive side for the Forty ers But at the end of the day, man, if you got a if you got a game that's close and you got Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback and there's at least 40 seconds left on the clock, and you need to get a drive down the field, either for a field goal or a touchdown, I like my odds, especially if they got their timeouts. So here's when I knew the game was over. During that last drive, and Patrick in regulation, Mahomes, in regulation or in overtime? In overtime. Okay. He was coming up. It was I, I think it was second down. It was second down. I can't remember how long it was, but he dropped back play-action pass, and he was about to get ready to, to heave it down the field, and then he stopped. He was about to he was about to go deep, and then he stopped and realized, okay, you know what? Why am I panicking? This ain't no Hail Mary situation. I'm just going to go ahead and, you know, throw it out of bounds or whatever or take a shorter throw, and we just keep on moving down the field, and I'll take my chances on the next play. He didn't panic. So when I after he did that, I'm like, oh, it's over. Man, just, he's taking his time. Everything is moving slow in his mind. It, it's, this game is over, man. We talk about Patrick Mahomes being that guy. I guess my question to you, and I answer it too, is what do we think about Brock Pur- Purdy now? Oh, because he's that all, guy too. All, all offseason, even during the season, people said, of course, he was drafted in the seventh round, the last pick, Mr. Irrelevant. People still look at that and go, well, this guy can't deliver in critical situations, in crucial times. I thought he did okay. I'm not saying great. But I think he did enough for them to win that football game. They didn't lose that football game because of Brock Purdy. They lost the football game because you missed the extra point on special teams, an extra point, and you also fumble win on a punt return. They gave the Kansas City Chiefs the ball like at the twenty yard line, and then right after that, Patrick Mahomes struck real quick on the first play, got him in the end zone. Those are the two crucial crucial plays to me because if you make that extra point. 
on that final drive, when you look at the Patrick, uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, they're not fighting for three points. They're fighting for what? Seven. Yeah. That's what that that one point made a difference in them in realizing what could have happened at the end of that game in the, before overtime. Well, let's not forget about the fumble that uh, Kansas City had as well, the running back fumble. Pacheco, Pacheco yeah, Pacheco fumbled fumble. as well. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's part of the game, man. But as far as Brock Purdy, Purdy, you can't say nothing. The guy, he is the man too. He he led his team to the Super Bowl last year. Everybody thought it was a fairy tale. A lot of people, all the critics saying, "Yeah, he's good," but I don't see him being a you know doing this consistently in a in a long career. Well, he came back after being hurt this year and led his team to the Super Bowl and was this close to winning a bad boy. So, Brock, he the man. Until further notice, you got to put him into the conversation. The dude can play. He here for real. And, and as far as Mr. Irrelevant being the last pick, that's called evaluators misreading that player. That's all it was. They miss, you know, you got you got people that are called experts that evaluate players in college to say this one's going to be a top pick. This one's going to be a mid rounder. This one right here is probably going to uh, be uh, signed as a free agent. They won't. They're not good enough to get drafted. You got all these people saying, giving their own personal opinion about what they think is going to happen. And they just misfired on Brock Purdy. The dude's always bald. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is, man. I'm, I'm sold. I think he's going to be around for a long time, and he's going to produce in the NFL for well, a long time. Well, they better try to win now while he's cheap. Oh, yeah. Because that's the problem with all the other teams like Baltimore, Buffalo, even with the, uh, even with the Kansas City Chiefs because they may lose a couple of players on that defensive side, you know, offensive side, because you got to pay your quarterback. Mm-hmm. And right now, their window is closing. You got about a couple more years left with Purdy. And I think he'll be better next year because he learned a lot from what happened this year. He missed some throws. That's not dis that's not discount that he missed some throws. He had guys wide open, but he also had pressure in his face. Chris Jones was the biggest key for the Kansas City Chiefs, interrupting or interrupting what he was trying, what Purdy was trying to do on the offensive side. But it was plays out there for Purdy to make. Yeah. I'm not saying every quarterback could do it. But you get Patrick Mahomes, that same kind of guys wide open, he's making those plays. Well, Patrick missed a couple throws too now. Let's be fair. He missed a couple he throws. He, missed a... he had the interception. In the Absolutely. Game. So it's part – listen, man, when you get to the when you get to the, to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. obviously these are the best two teams, you know, for the most part, arguably, in, in the entire league. So even Tom Brady made bad, poor decisions in, in all of his Super Bowls. But at the end of the day, does your pros – outweigh your cons and if you if that happens for the most part you're gonna have success so it is what it is man uh halftime well let me get into this with you because this along with the game this was a critical part of the game that people were keep talking about and i want to see what you thought about it but uh going into overtime Mm -hmm. people are always talking about now playoff overtime guys not knowing the rules And teams knowing the rules. We we saw the Kansas City Chiefs knew the rules. Some of the players for the 49ers came out and said they didn't know exactly. They thought they would get the ball first, score first, and game would be over. No. But that ain't had the way it go. It's not nope. it's totally different now. Yep. And that's because of what happened, what, a few years ago when Kansas City played the Buffalo Bills. Remember they came back in 13 seconds and took mm-hmm. the game in overtime. And people said Buffalo should have got a chance. They should have had a chance to have the ball, which I think it's all crazy. I mean, what are we doing? We're trying well, to promote second place. I mean, eventually your defense got to stop somebody, right? So my thoughts on, on the NFL overtime rules. It's an extra quarter. 
let's play an extra quarter. It ain't got to be a full quarter. We can say, okay, y'all going to play an extra eight minutes. Whatever we do, just play an extra quarter, play the full quarter, and whoever is, is ahead wins the game. And that's 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 what I would do. Like, just play an extra full quarter, and then you keep going back and forth, and at the end of the game, that's the winner. But do you have a problem with what, what people have said about Kyle Shanahan, what his decision was? They won the coin toss in overtime. Mm-hmm. Right. We decided to take the ball right. and drop and go down the field. To a lot of people are saying that you kick the ball there, put the pressure well, on Kansas City, and then you get the you get the opportunity to get the ball second and know exactly what you got to do. Now nah, Kansas City. That's what happened with Kansas City. They knew they knew they had four downs to go for to get either field goal or a touchdown. It, either way, it's got it's, it, there's pressure on either side. Like I don't mind going out there getting the ball first. Let's go score and put the pressure on them or Okay, I'll defer. Let you guys go ahead and see what y'all gonna do with it first. Now we can decide if we need to. Uh, because if they go score, now the pressure's on us to score. <laughs> so there's pressure on both sides. The only time where there's not really a lot of pressure is if whoever gets the ball first don't do nothing and they got a punt. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And um, but other than that, man, it's pressure on both sides. First team scores. Now it's pressure on me to go score to either tie it up or win the game or uh, first team kicks a field goal, I mean, I'm good either way, man. I mean, I don't, beat, that part don't bother me. I'm not going to beat Kyle Shanahan up for making that decision to take the ball first because how did the game, how did the end in, in regulation end? It ended with their deep, with San Francisco defense on the field. Mm-hmm. Those guys needed a rest. Mm-hmm. I'm letting my offense go out there, and I know we can move the ball up and down the field. I know we have potential to score if we do what we're supposed to do and execute. And the play was there. In that overtime, on that first drive for on the drive for uh for uh, 49ers for the 49ers, yep, Chris Jones didn't get blocked, right? That put pressure right up the middle going up against uh Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy had Jennings wide open. Mm-hmm. That was a touchdown there. Yeah, but he didn't have time pressure, to get to him. Yeah, the pressure came, but absolutely execute. So I have no problem with that. The problem I have with after the game, the players coming out saying they didn't know exactly what the overtime rules were. And Kansas City said they knew. All the yeah. players said they went over that during the week. But 49ers players said they didn't. And that's the problem I have. Why well, bring read that the, up? Read, read the rule book. You, you, <laughs> this is your occupation. This is your, this is your profession. It's your, it's your job. So, so read the rule book so you'll know what's going on. The coaches shouldn't be the only ones that know all the rules. Exactly. As a player, as an employee, whatever you are in, in your line of work or career, understand what your job entails. And so you'll know uh, – you have the, the IQ to be able to understand what's going on in the game. So, yeah, that's, that's it. Come on. It ain't no sense. Or they shouldn't have knew that the overtime rules. Okay. So. And I think that where well, the other question coming out of this game now, since it's over is I hate this too. Is this a dynasty? Yes. Right. You, ain't, you ain't questioning that. What? Yes. Three, bro. Three. three Super Bowls in five years. Come on, man. What you mean? Yeah. If you win three Super Bowls within an era, within a, a, a 10 a 10 year time period, you're a dynasty. It, it's a fact. I just Don't remember me. when when the Cowboys won their three in the 90s. Dynasty. Well, a lot of people saying they were team of the decade. Dynasty. That was if you're a team of the decade, you're a dynasty right. team. It's all it's all part of the same conversation. Well, what, okay, what the about team, the New England team that won in 
in like the 2000s and then came around and won from 2010 to 2017. I mean, they did it in two different. They was already they was already locked in as a dynasty team before that. So everything else is just a cherry on top. Every every Super Bowl, they was they was a dynasty before that before then. So all the extra ones was just kind of the whipped cream and cherry on top. So there's no long period of time for you to sit up and say that that a dynasty should be from this point to this point. If it's in if it's in a five to eight year window, that's that's what you consider a dynasty. If you're winning, if you're winning, how many championships do you have to have during that time? At least three. Okay, at least three. All right, because you can say if you won two, but that's like okay, are you, you know, you know, yeah, you can't use dynasty. With just two Super Bowls within within an eight to ten year period, <laughs> yeah, but okay. if you got three okay. dynasty, because people are looking at when you look at uh the take the NBA, the Golden State Warriors, they won four in eight years. Yeah, uh-huh. dynasty, dynasty, because they even came back later on and won what two years ago when people thought they were done. Mm-hmm. And Steph Curry went off, and he was he played incredible that whole entire playoff run. But to me, that I, I'm not doubting the dynasty part. I just don't like hearing it this early. But I guess you're convincing me right now. Three championships in six and years. That's dynasty, bro. In six years. That's that's actually dynasty. That's actually super dynasty. Because when bro, you're doing bro. it that fast. But that I like the way, but I like the way you explained it because now here's another point. Here's another point. Here's another point to that. Not only do they have three Super Bowl wins, but they've been to the Super Bowl and how, how many times within the last six years? Four, four, yeah, four Super Bowl appearances in six years. Six straight AFC championship games, right? So, so the, super, the three Super Bowl, you got it, dynasty. Damn, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And one of those lost, one of those Super Bowl appearances should have been a, one, a win. I can't remember which one it was. Oh no, Tampa beat them. Tampa had a better defense then. Yeah, t- who was what? That was Brady. That okay, was Brady so in Tampa, yeah, the COVID year. Right. Okay. There you go. Nobody in the stands. Nobody in the stands. You remember that? Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, de- definitely a dynasty, man. And the scary thing is, it ain't done because this is probably the most impressive Super Bowl victory because he didn't have a number one wide receiver. I mean, Travis Kelsey, but I'm talking about wide receiver. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know, just imagine what's gonna happen next year and the year to come because all these free agent wide receivers that's coming up. They're gonna want to come play with Travis Kelsey the same way that people wants to always want wanted to play with with Tom Brady. Sometimes the contracts and the negotiations didn't work out. It worked out mm-hmm. for Randy Moss, but that was always first choice for free agent wide receiver Tom Brady. And if the organizations can make that work, so man, these I top the dog most... wide receiver free agents that's gonna be coming up in the next year or two. Yeah, the first choice is gonna be Kansas City. I think the most impressive thing about this run for Kansas City is we all doubted them during the regular season. And we can all admit that. People that say, even some of the Kansas City Chief fans out there, they saw the way they were playing. It I, even said it, I even said it in the playoffs. I said, this ain't the same Kansas City Chief team. Yeah. I, I kept saying it. This ain't the same team. But it's they found a way to win. They found another way to win. The and defense impressed me. Defense. I didn't, they, whatever adjustment that they made on the defensive side, they haven't been playing that way like the first half of the season. Most of the season, it was it was hit or miss. But in the playoff run, yeah. shoot, man, that defense was like operation shutdown. Almost reminded you of Baltimore Ravens' Ray Lewis days. They're not that's done how, yet. No. That's, 
Man, oh, that, no. that's how they were playing. Think about who they knocked off, bro. Run down the teams that they beat. But those teams, <laughs> they were holding teams under 13 points during that run. Yeah, it was some I mean, they were no, no. a team right there. <laughs> that Baltimore Ravens team was put like. It with the, put it with Tampa Bay two years ago, two or three years ago, when they when Kansas City lost to Tampa Bay. We'll, they we'll, we'll, give them, we'll, we'll give them 85 Bears defense. How about that? So they ain't Ooh, Ravens. Oh. They ain't Ooh. Ravens, but Raven, that Raven defense was better than 85 Bears defense. Not they neck and neck, but that 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 Ravens defense. Oh my goodness! I don't, don't think that's ever don't, been... don't throw don't throw the Ravens defense in there because that's how that's how Trent Differ got his championship. Man, he didn't even have to do nothing, man. <laughs> they like go get go get go score one touchdown for us. We got you the rest yeah. of the way. No, no, yeah. I mean, and remember this because the start they kicked off the season playing who? Your Detroit Lions. Yes, sir. And, and lost. You were, hyped, you were hyped before the game. You were hyped after the game. It should have been a rematch. But guess it who didn't be. play it? Guess who didn't play in that game because he was holding out? I told oh, you, Jones, Chris Jones, Chris Jones. Yeah, you better pay that man. Yeah, and now he's a free agent. Who are you gonna keep? Chris Jones, Sneed, the cornerback. Because mm -hmm. they they loaded and they got young talent. Yeah, to me, you got to bring Chris Jones back. He's a difference maker. It's, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna figure out how to bring them all, bring them both back. They're gonna figure out how to bring it. This is where Tom Brady was a G, and a lot of people didn't know this until close to the end of his career. He would always redo his contract and say, "Okay, guys, I'm going to cut my money here for this year, but I want to, I want it back in two years, or I want it back when I, whatever." So he always deferred his contract to open up the salary cap to pay certain players to stay. So I, I think. Um, Patrick, people like that, these guys with these big contracts are gonna say, okay, we got we need to keep as many of these dogs as we possibly can. So let me rework my situation. As long as y'all, we can work it out where I can get paid on the back end. But you know, Chris Jones asking for big time money. Oh yeah, I mean he's asking for Aaron Donald money. He and he deserves it. And he deserves. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. But I'm saying that's making it harder for you keeping some of those players on your team. You can't mm -hmm. keep everybody. Mm -hmm. And you got to sign up. Once once people win a Super Bowl, what's the next thing they want to do? Get paid. win another one. Get paid and win another get, one. Yep. Get paid first, yep. then win another one. Exactly. That's like that's, that's like winning the Oscar in the movie. Like, okay, it's time. I'm an Oscar award winner now. So now, you know, it's time for my check to go up in these movies. So it is what it is, man. Let's uh let's let's shift gears real fast and go into I don't want to say this word. There's a man law violation, but we're gonna talk about valentine's look at my eyes when you say that no sir no sir we talking about valentine's day but we did well what i did with my wife and then i want to know what you did with your imaginary wife you may not want to know <laughs> that's coming up next right here on i hate the homies <laughs> all right so valentine's happened and uh listen if y'all been following the podcast if you follow my other podcasts uh uh perfect pair podcast uh and of course if you listen to the ricky smiley morning show it's no secret me and crystal we always uh, have some pretty fun times with each other. Uh, Valentine's is one of those situations. Actually, last year, <laughs> I got in trouble for this. I actually forgot. <laughs> Wait, you forgot Valentine's Day? Last year, I did, man. Boy, we were so busy. I, I, okay. I remember it, but I didn't. Okay. And I got I got so caught up. And boy, she let me have it for a good six months. But anyways, we don't we we don't buy gifts for each other. Like we we stop doing all that stuff. What we do is we make arts and crafty type little cards and stuff for each other. So
So we spend time like we in kindergarten and we make little arts and craft cards. And that's our little fun tradition that we started as husband and wife. And man, ever since we started doing that, it's been a game changer. Like it's just, it's fun and funny because the things that you come up with, like it, it's like you was a little kindergarten kid. And you it, got to think. You got to think. Oh man! You got to be try, creative. And you're trying to outdo what you did last year and the year before and all that. So uh, you can go to the Perfect Pair podcast and see what I did for my wife. I, I made her a handmade bouquet of flowers out of post-its <laughs> post-its papers <laughs> i made little roses and flowers i mean it's pretty dope though so you need to go check that thing out but i want to know what you did for your imaginary wife um i'm not a big believer in valentine's day that's just i'm married i don't care what you tell me i'm married i just don't believe in that man because everything is jacked up i like what you and crystal are doing and maybe me and my wife will try something like that because spending money on flowers is going to eventually die in about two or three days. That's not the point, dog. It's the thought. It's the it's the time that you say, you know what? I know my, my, my wife's favorite flower is a tulip. So I'm going to go buy, and her favorite color is purple. I'm going to go buy, buy me some purple tulip flowers. Okay, so now you don't want to be redundant. And you don't want to keep doing tulip purple flowers every single year. Okay, well, now I'm going to do this. Whatever it is. I mean. But how many times can I go in my neighbor's yard to steal his tulips? <laughs> I mean, you don't want to go pay for it? You don't want to go to the floral man? <laughs> no. Why, why, why go through all that? Now, to, 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 the, to my point, this is why we decided to make our own little cute little gifts. You know, it's like, I mean, it's cool to buy, buy gifts for your mate. We do it all the time. We surprise each other with stuff. But. We don't like to make it about the gift. It's you know when you take that time to put something into it, and and Dave, listen, you may not be. I'm gonna go get a dozen of roses for my wife, but you gotta do. You gotta how did you, you gotta acknowledge it? I mean, I'm sure she wants you to acknowledge Valentine's Day, unlike what I did last year. I mean, I got a card, but a card you can get for five ninety nine. <laughs> Well, well, cards are good depending okay, on what's, what's what's said in the card. Like and I sat there and I, I read. Did you cards. really read the whole card? Yes, I really do. My wife said I'm I'm, I'm really good at, uh, at picking out cards. Okay, cards. because sometimes we can go in there and just say, no, uh, we, we see cards to wifey, and it's, no. you just you get the first one you put your hands on. No, I like okay. to read and and know exactly because some of that stuff in there, it might be saying that. Some of the stuff that I don't really do. And, and, and you let the car speak for yourself. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you ain't doing this. You don't love me like this. Hey, man, this is a, this is yeah. wrong. I, I have to read the card to know exactly what was in that card. So when, when she's reading it, she goes, you put thought into it. I really do that. Well, now, as the, person, as, the person that wrote the card put thought into it. You just bought it. Why you gotta? Why you gotta call me out? <laughs> hey, it took gas to go to the store. And go, it took my legs to go inside. It took my mind to go in there and read. It took my eyes to go in there and look and find a card. That's true. That's effort, right? I ain't mad at you on that one. We still just okay. waiting to meet your doggone wife, so we don't even know if you're just buying these cards, you're just telling these stories <laughs> on this podcast or not. But that's a whole other doggone episode. I, I've done the I've done the chocolate covered strawberries. I've done that. She loves a chocolate cup of strawberries. And she kind of went back from it since when COVID happened. Because mm -hmm. everybody ain't clean. And you see all this stuff about salmonella and stuff coming up now. Man. Doing recalls. So now you have to watch what you what you get. So do you play? 
So do you play Prince music when you're giving her the Valentine's card? Like, oh, I yeah. adore you? I play you Adore. Because... I play Adore. I play International Lover. Yeah, right? Controversy? Because <laughs> <laughs> it can be a controversy. <laughs> Why you got to go controversy? <laughs> no. I play Cream. Corvette. No, Cream. Oh, uh, come on, dog. <laughs> now you violate <laughs> There's two, two guys on this show right now. You violate. Nobody want to hear about no dog on Christmas. You asked me. I'm telling you, it's a song, you, man. You could have said Little Red Corvette. Like, no. A lot, okay. lot of people don't know Little Red Corvette is, is talking about a woman. Yes. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yes. But she, her favorite song by Prince that I will play for her is Do Me. I call it Do Me David, but it's Do Me Baby. <laughs> All right, time out, dog. What? Did you just say Do Me David? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's her saying it to me. What you talking about? On that do note, uh, do me, David. NBA All Star Weekend is uh is is, is is coming up this weekend, and uh, it's gonna be in Naptown, Indianapolis. Uh, we'll we'll touch on it real fast before we get up out of here, man. <laughs> McDonald's is not new to chicken, so maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy, juicy fried chicken. Buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Uh, all right, so I'm still shook about this Do Me David situation. I can't even look in the doggone, in the doggone camera no more because put your doggone, turn your doggone video off, man. You just got, to, you got the situation all uncomfortable. <laughs> Uh, NBA All-Star happening this weekend. It's going down in, the, in Indy. It's always fun, you know, Super Saturday. You know, you got the, the three-point shootout, slam dunk contest and all that, even though slam dunk ain't what it used to be. But it's slowly, it's slowly coming back a little bit because of the creative dunks that these people are thinking of, man. They're doing some pretty, pretty amazing things. But there's one part of Super Saturday that I'm excited to see. They, they've kind of remixed a portion of the three-point shootout contest. Mm. They got Steph Curry. I like that. Greatest three-point shooter of all time. Going against the women's greatest three-point shooter of all time, New York Liberty's Sabrina Inescu. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm trying to see if they – did they already do that? Or is they already – No, it's coming there? up. No, it's for, so, it's for the All-Star game. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah because I've seen something. Maybe this is something in the past or whatever. Are you sure it wasn't happening? Because I thought I just saw something. I don't remember seeing that. Okay, so yeah. So it's part of All-Star Weekend, and really excited about that one because Sabrina can shoot that thing. Like, mm-hmm. she'll be able to shoot the, the women's ball, and of course, he and Steph's going to shoot the men's ball. If y'all didn't know, the, the balls are different sizes. Did I just violate a man law? <laughs> yeah. yeah you the basketballs yeah, you are different yeah, sizes. I'm saying cream for print. So sit up here and do this to Dang, me. the basketballs. Are different sizes. The men's ball is bigger than the women's ball. Dang it! I just did it again. <laughs> Golly! Charge it to the game. Y'all know what I'm talking about, man. Well, some of the women balls may be bigger than the men. Uh, oh, we <laughs> super we Dave need said that. that. We was... need Griff here. That was <laughs> Super Dave that said that. 
But, uh, oh, Griff would have said the same thing. You know that. But I'm going to be tuned in. I'm going to check it out. I mean, even though the All-Star game, they don't play defense in that game. They don't play defense until, like, the last two minutes of the game. You know, they just keep going, ripping up and ripping, running up and down the court until, like, the last two or three minutes. Then they really start playing defense, and that's when it gets good. But, hey, it's all about hype. It's all about money. It's all about a check. It's all about giving the players a break just to kind of chill, relax, have a little good time, have a little fun, fraternize. So, you know, it is what it is. You going to watch it? Uh, no, I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I'm not. Are you, I, I used I used to watch it a, a, maybe like five or six years ago, but it's gone down. I think last time I watched it, I think they played uh, – the All-Star game played at uh, Cowboy Stadium. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Yep, yep. So it's been a while, but every now and then you just, I'll sit there and watch like little short clips of like the three – I like the three-point contest. I'll probably watch that. But as far as the game, I won't. The game I'll probably – on Sunday I'll probably be watching old Cowboy uh, – Championship videos where you got to uh, brush off the V8 with the VHS. Yep, yep. Oh, watch the, 93, the 92 Cowboys win championship. You're going back. 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 <laughs> you going back to the big shoulder pad days. Yes, I'm going way back. Because I'm, I'm in football withdrawal. Football season is over, man. You got the United Football League is about to start. Ah, <laughs> ain't the same. Ah, I'm going to try to get into it, but I know Griff had to get me and you into that last year. I know that was it the XFL. Yeah, the XFL and yeah. the Canadian Football League then yeah. join forces now. I can't do it. Or USFL, one of them two. Yeah. So hey, Rock is involved with that, right? Yeah, he's one of the CEOs. He's one of the founders. Absolutely. This episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good. That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive-thru with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two buttered buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. So, I might they might get a weekend out of me, maybe just a weekend to see if they're doing a good job of promoting it, keeping it real hype to get people watching, even even buying tickets and, and coming to the to the stadiums to watch the game. So we're gonna see. I'm, I'll check in for a couple of them, see if it can hold my interest. I just think the fun part is over the next few weeks, um, we'll get a chance to look at um college football and what everything is going on in college football. Because mm, it's crazy yeah. right now. Yeah, I know it's been about the NFL today, about the about the Super Bowl, but the next few weeks we're diving deep into transfer portal and the NIL. Your favorite thing? I I call it like I see it, dog. It is what it is. It's changing the landscape. Period. <laughs> I'm gonna ride. I'm gonna ride it till I'm blue in the face, baby. It is what it is. But it's good for college football. I love it. I love. I love the portal. And I mean, okay, there's a part of me that's old school. There's a part of me that says, stick with your, your team, and if you can't beat them, 
then come back and try to beat them the next year versus going to try to join them or whatever. But the reason why this is a little different because they're not trying to join the elite. They're trying to go to other places because of the money, the NIL, oh, okay. and, and, and continue to compete against the elite. But there's more elites now. Like instead of the top, you know, 10, 10 teams that's always out there, your Alabamas and your Georgias and your LSUs and pretty much the top top tier of the LSU, uh, of the um of the uh, SEC. Then you got your Michigans and, and your Clemsons and all them. Now, it, you just went from top 10 tier teams and you spread that out to the top 20. Anybody can be beat on any given weekend. And, and the more that this portal and NIL stays in existence, just imagine what it's going to be like 10 years from now. Man, you come on. Me, you give me hype. You maybe want to talk about it right now. I do, oh. I'm just going to leave you with this, with what uh, Coach Nick Saban said. And the one big reason he left the college game, because kind of what you just said there, there's no more team building. Yeah. Because you're really getting guys on one-year contracts. That's, That's it. basically it. That's it. If, if you don't win, they're looking to go somewhere else. If they don't Deuces. get a chance to start, they're looking to go somewhere else. Absolutely. But I, 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 I kind of like that formula, man, because now college football is going to be really, really competitive on a whole nother level. You're going to start seeing these mid-major teams knocking off these big dogs like, what? You know what I'm saying? Because of the portal in the NIL. You know what I'm well, saying? I like. I don't know if you saw this. We'll, we'll get it. Um, Chip Kelly, the uh, head coach for the UCLA Bruins. Right. He left. Guess where he's going? Where? Ohio State to be offensive coordinator. You're leaving a coaching job. A head coaching job. A head coaching job. To go be an OC. Because he said you can't compete money-wise, especially now you're going to the Big Ten. Mm -hmm. With all those teams combined together with Washington, uh, UCLA, USC, going to uh, Michigan, Penn State, all those teams added in that Big Ten, just like the SEC is going to be powerful. It's scary what the college game is coming to. They better get a hold of it because nobody's governing this thing. Nobody has a hold on what's going on. I love it, man. Get to get your money, get paid those players because the NCAA made so much money off of these doggone players for so long. So go get it. I'm a, I'm a fan of that. It is what it is. Are you a fan of this before we go? Bet that uh, quarterback for uh, for Georgia for the Georgia Bulldogs. Guess what kind of car he's driving right now? A Lambo. Oh my God! Yes, man. Yeah, a Lamborghini. Yeah, a Lamborghini. Get it. Get it, wow. man. Get it. Shoot, go get it. And 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 he's probably he's probably able to put his mom in a nicer house if they don't already don't have a nice house. And man, come on, man. And now it's all about the financial literacy piece, like just, just, just getting with people that know how to help teach you how to manage your money so you just don't blow it all. But this is these are gifts. Like it ain't like he got a check and went and bought the Lambo. The Lambo was part of a this is a gift. And oh, by the way, here's a check. So he players like that is getting the best of both worlds. It's making me want to go shave this beard and, and go, and go, go to play. The PV, go to the Pee Wee League first. Yeah, start there. Dominate there. Yeah, you can. You can fit right in, right? Because by the time you put your helmet on, you you blend right on in. Take my way to high school football. Make me a name for myself. Playing against yes, the boys, and I'm a man. Yes, sir. And then make it to college football and make my make my five hundred thousand dollars right there. And then you Just can like chunk that. the deuces. You chunk the deuces. Yeah, you good to the go, man. But it's. I love it, man. So these players go out there and get it. And it's happening in all sports in the NCAA. So big ups, man. On that note, I hate the homies coming to an end one more again. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. 
subscribe, download, go follow us on all the social media platforms. I hate the homies and tell us why you hate us because we know you love us. Rock Teasy is who I be. And it's your boy, Super Dave. And we're also praying for the people at the uh, Kansas City Chiefs Parade. Oh, yeah, absolutely. On, on absolutely. Because that was crazy. Yeah, but one one died, and uh, I think it's like 29 injured. Yeah. And the, and the lady uh, that, that that passed away, she's actually a radio DJ in the Kansas City market. Uh, but she's a radio personality. So, yeah, that was sad. And, and, and it was almost over. The parade was – it was at the end of the parade, and some – they they did – you know, they caught three people that they got in contain. Uh, but just so unfortunate, man. What's going even, on with this world, man? It's can't even, can't even enjoy yourself, man. So. Yeah, can't even enjoy yourself anymore. But we ain't going to end what we don't care because after I said that, we do care. Absolutely. We're praying for you guys. Peace out. Deuces. Ah, I hate the homies.